the Magpod and the latest in our series of Susie Goes Solo adventures and shenanigans, mostly by the sounds of things, and quite a lot of drinking in McDonald's. In episode three, we're traveling to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yes, Amsterdam. So Amsterdam was trip number three. Trip number two was Lisbon, and it was... It was just a better version, I feel, of, of Barcelona with a lot more steps. But Amsterdam, Amsterdam was a challenging one because it was the only city I'd been to before. Why in that drunken night I'd written it down and why I went with it. But Amsterdam, I'd actually been to with the ex. Oh, Yeah. So I think it was one of those ones that I thought I need to go back and reclaim this city as mine because I love Amsterdam. And I didn't want it to always be our place. So I thought, no, if I'm going to do this, this is, I'm getting over him. This is part of the experience. So... I treated myself, actually I didn't treat myself because through my work we had a loyalty scheme. I had a free go on the Eurostar. So I didn't actually fly to Amsterdam, I got the Eurostar, which was the most luxurious, fantastic journey. In the, I love it. I'm a big Eurostar fan. So I also thought, because I knew it was going to be an emotional trip, rather than go via Ryanair and Stansted this time, it was... I would be coming into the main station and, and treat myself and, and I could amp myself up a little bit. So I arrived into the Eurostar, you know, and I, I decided I'm going to take all my best outfits. I'm going to really spoil myself on this trip. And I was staying in this fabulous hostel, which I highly recommend. It was the best hostel anywhere. Called? Um, called Clink Hostels. Clink. It's Clink. <laughs> it's this huge old factory. So when you get off the Eurostar, you get off at the main station and there is this little area where these boats are. You literally, it's like the East Cows, Cows floating bridge. floating bridge. And this little boat is just there waiting for you as you get off. And it just goes back and forth all day, takes less than five minutes. And unlike the floating bridge. In unlike fact. the floating bridge, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you get on and just as you get off the other side, Clink is there. And from there, you have this wonderful view of Amsterdam so I got there unpacked and I was like I was so excited to be there so I got into the city just as the sunset and to me Amsterdam is most beautiful at night and it was November so they were getting ready for Christmas Christmas lights were everywhere fairy lights it was so beautiful and I dropped everything off at the hostel got my little boat back over and thought you know I'll take myself out for dinner and then it hit me I'm I'm in goddamn Amsterdam and there were fairy lights everywhere and it's the most romantic beautiful area and this is where I was with him and what the hell am I doing <laughs> why did I come and the panic really began to set and all these emotions and I'm looking round and these memories hit me mm. like a freight train. It was awful. And I really, really came so close to going back to the station, getting on the first Eurostar and going straight back to London. Oh. I was, this is a really, really stupid mistake. Mm. And at that point... I posted probably about two pictures on Instagram of, of where I was. I got this message from a friend of mine who I had worked with in London, a fan, most fantastic woman, Verity. What the hell are you doing in Amsterdam? I live here. I was like, what the hell? You don't oh, live here. You live in... She said, no, I'm, I'm here. And she's a, an operatic singer and she's based there for the next two years. And I knew she was in Europe, but I didn't know she was in Amsterdam because I'm very dense like that. 
And she said to me, while you're here, we must meet up. And it suddenly was like, thank God Verity's here because... She she's such a thoughtful kind. Just she's one of those people that you spend ten minutes with and you feel wonderful. So I, it gave me that sense of there is a friend in this city. So I was like, no, you've got this. Stay. But I didn't venture too far that night. I had a McDonald's. <laughs> 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 As all <laughs> it's 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 you know it's like it's a safe place. I saw those. I was like you know go into McDonald's and I I, I found I almost began to judge each city on their McDonald's <laughs> and the free sauce. It's the best sauce McDonald's makes to dip the chips in. So I, I had my McDonald's. I went back to the hostel and I thought, no, nope, we're going we're gonna to do this tomorrow. So the following day, got up and I thought, let's, let's attack Amsterdam. I'm going to you know, see some of the things I didn't see when I was with him because we were, we were literally there for like a day and a night when we'd been before. So we hadn't done any of the museums. And as an art lover, as someone that kind of plays at being an artist sometimes, I really wanted to go to the Mocha Museum. And so I thought, I'll do all of that touristy stuff. So went round in, in the morning and loved it. And I thought, no, I've got this. I've got this. I'm feeling really confident. And I suddenly had this little swagger in my step. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be fine. And then I found myself walking down this road thinking, you know, it's, it's going about one, better get a lunch. Let's look for a McDonald's. Um, <laughs> and I realized I'd been down this street before. Mm-hmm. And this feeling in my stomach hit me. And I'm walking down this street and I'm looking directly at this bar that... I remember us sitting in, you know, holding hands with a little blanket over our laps, looking lovingly into each other's eyes. And in the street, I literally burst into tears. It hit me with such a force. And I rang my mum and I'm like, Mum, I've seen this father with them. And she was just like, right, get yourself together. (laughs) Because I can hear that there are people around you. And and I'm like, I don't know what to do, Mum. And, you know, she she gave me the good old mum pep talk. And she just said, you know, you're so brave, darling. You're so brave. I couldn't do it. You're so brave. Just, just, you know, go into a shop, treat yourself to something. You're going to be fine. You breathe, breathe. Okay. Okay, she says, it's Verity for you. No, she's working. I'm not seeing her till tomorrow. <laughs> um, it was pathetic. And um, I got off the phone and I kind of stood there for a minute and I thought, right, I can let this break me and ruin the trip or I can just... You came here to face your demons. So somehow I very defiantly walked over to the bar, into the bar, bought myself a pint. I sat in the same chair and seat that we had sat in I put a little blanket over my legs and I said to myself right you have a half an hour pity party and the length of this beer to feel as sorry for yourself as you want to feel and then you get the hell over it and I sat there and I did cry a little bit more it was more like a soft grizzle as there was people around me at this point I'm all I look like a mad woman um it's chucking it down with rain I, I'm literally in this giant hoodie with a beanie and a scarf. I look like a bag lady, a crying bag lady, <laughs> head to toe in kind of Uniqlo, so a trendy one at that, and um, grizzling. And, you know, and I just kind of gave myself a moment and I thought rather than kind of be upset, I think it was the first time since the breakup I sat there and I actually allowed myself rather than to think of all the pain and the hurt. I was in this city where we had been so happy and... 
I was allowing myself to remember that side of it. Mm. And I went from feeling really sad to kind of sat there almost laughing at, you know, we'd we'd had such a perfect trip there and we'd laughed so much. And I really allowed myself to remember that side of it. And I'm not going to lie, I had another bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I just needed a second one. So I sat there and it was raining. It was pouring it down with rain and it almost in in a way right it started off as this really upsetting thing it gave me that little bit of comfort and it was like you know you were once really really happy with that person and you were allowed to look back and remember it and you know it's such a beautiful city and it sounds like something cheesy out of some kind of but the rain stopped and the clouds kind of parted and the <laughs> sun came out and I was like everything's gonna be okay this is a good metaphor I'm yeah. quite tipsy at this point um I think which helped but then I'm kind of you know and I'm thinking of all these like empowerment slogans in my head and it's you know and I'm walking around I've got this and for the next two days there were so many moments and so many streets and little places I went back to that it was like watching a film of of that trip and I'd see us and 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 I just smile and, and I remember it and then I just carried on and uh, I got to see my wonderful friend and we had a lovely evening together and it was so lovely to see her and then kind of have that support there and, and we were walking along the canal side and I flew back from Amsterdam rather than Eurostar because um, at that point I was being cheap and ran out of money and on the flight I was so proud of myself that I'd done that and I definitely saw a different side to the city because I think so many people think of Amsterdam as you know I'm going to go and get really stoned and mm. bit of a but it is really one of the most beautiful european cities it's one of the safest their crime rate is so low that as a woman traveling alone it's probably where i felt the safest mm. and if you venture out the main areas it's so stunningly pretty mm. and it's probably the only european city that i I think I could actually live in other than London. There's something really magical about it. And I think as a woman traveling alone, I highly recommend that one. Mm. If you wanted to do a trip by yourself, because again, it's incredibly compact. Were you finding the prices of things? So Barcelona versus Amsterdam, lots of cities have really bad reputations of being incredibly expensive. Do you know what? And I think this is the thing, living in London, everywhere felt really, really cheap. Yeah, in comparison. It really, really did, other than Scandinavian countries. Mm. Well, they're where expensive. It's the most expensive coffee I've ever drunk what, in my life. What sort of budget do you give yourself for a trip? So, I, I was really strict about this. I had, for every trip, I had 100 euros, and that was it. So I had a, a, a little card, Revolut card, that I would transfer some money on, and I would set myself, this is what you've got to spend. And I got quite clever. I think having McDonald's. cheeky McDonald's. <laughs> and the weird thing is, they were always cheaper. Um, so McDonald's in Amsterdam actually lost points, because you had to pay a euro to use their toilet because that's the other thing I found traveling alone is needing the loo a lot Mm. public loos don't exist and if you want to go into a museum it's it's 15 20 euros Mm. so McDonald's wasn't just a savior for a little stop but also it was mainly to use their toilet (laughs) um and, and I would, I think I, most of the trips, I averaged 30,000 steps a day. So I was walking a lot. I would get up early and I'd get out and I'd go and do things. So McDonald's really saved me, not just from a, a financial point of view, but from a needing the toilet desperately 
point of view a, a lot but little things like supermarkets I found especially in Italy that you'd go into the supermarkets and they'd have a counter where they'd have all these fantastic freshly made sandwiches and rolls um, full of parma ham and, and, and it was all freshly made that morning and they would be 250 euros yeah. whereas you go into a cafe and you're going to pay six yeah, so sure. I would get up early find a little supermarket buy some stuff for my lunch and then take it out with me so cost effective things like that but public transport everywhere was cheaper 10 mm. times cheaper than 10 times cheaper yeah. it really was but amsterdam you have to see the city from the canals i did an open top bus tour which was ridiculous because why do an open top bus tour the bus can't even get into the main part <laughs> so it was literally a tour of the outskirts of amsterdam mm. But you have to do a boat tour. And I think uh, there was one point, it was the afternoon of the crying in the bar situation. I actually did the boat tour, very, very tipsy, almost borderline drunk. I was the only person on the back of the boat. I'm sat there with a blanket over me, almost hysterically funny finding this you know going round and <laughs> and um texting my best friend quotes from stepbrothers boats and hoes and um at that point i knew i was definitely more the drunk than the tipsy you know waving at people on bridges like i own this boat it was it was cringy but you have to see amsterdam from the water and on that note thank you very much and uh, that is the end of the amsterdam episode and where are we going next we're going to Berlin next. Berlin. Mm.